Hey, what's up, you beautiful people? Hope you're having a great start to 2019. We are uh, already into the first full week, rolling along through. I just want to say I'm sorry to all the Alabama fans. Uh, You guys got just absolutely destroyed in the national championship last night. It's It's kind of sad. But anyway, back to the podcast. We are discussing macronutrients. Macronutrients 101. This is a um, very popular topic. Uh, I've been asked several times to talk about it, and uh, so we're going to dive pretty deep. I will say that uh, this will probably end up being a pretty long one uh, to be a solo podcast, and you're probably going to need some type of piece of paper and a pen to kind of work through it. But I'm going to put a lot of this um, into the show notes and just a few of the key points so you guys can kind of keep up with it. But we're going to be discussing macronutrients. We're going to talk about where they first came about, what they are, um, how to track your macros, how to get your macronutrient numbers, all kinds of uh, good solid stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Just want to say this quick reminder that this podcast and this episode is proudly presented by HomeFit Fitness Consulting. It's your in-home personal training company. These guys are running some great deals for the New Year's, uh, 30% off premium sessions, 20% off express, and 15% off of virtual training. So make sure you guys go check them out, homefitconsulting.com. Tell them that we sent you and, you, and you guys might get a little special deal. So hope you guys enjoy Macronutrients 101. All right, let's dive into it. Macronutrients. Probably back when you're in elementary school, maybe science class, um, you probably learned the difference in macro and micro. All right, so macro meaning larger, okay, micro meaning smaller. We're going to talk real fast about micronutrients, which are your vitamins and your minerals, uh, things that keep us healthy. And then you have your macronutrients, which we're discussing today comes in three values and it's essentially everything you put in your body is a macronutrient okay so those three values are protein carbs and fats all right now real quickly so all the and we'll we'll, we're going to talk about labels here in a second but for the instance of the intro um, every label that you see it's in grams okay so we're going to talk about the caloric value of these particular macronutrients let's start with protein so one gram of protein is four calories okay one gram of carbohydrates is four calories and one gram of fat is nine calories okay so fat is double plus some the caloric intake per gram over protein and carbs so the base principle behind weight loss weight gain whatever is calories in versus calories out okay now the difference in counting calories versus counting macros uh, counting macros makes it just a little bit easier. Um, and also, you know, let's say you're on a 2000 calorie diet and you have 2000 calories of candy uh, as opposed to 2000 calories of chicken and rice, maybe a little pizza, more, more, more balanced. Um, so that's, that's kind of how the macro, uh, plays in a role as far as calorie counting. Um, you know, if, if, if you're looking to make a real change in your body composition, your physique, et cetera, et cetera, um, counting macros are going to be the way to go. Um, because you need to know what exactly you're putting in your body. You know, like I just said, if you have 2000 calorie diet, well, what is that 2000 calorie diet consisted of as far as protein, carbs, and fats, you might be very carb heavy and hardly any protein. You're not going to build any muscle that way you know, so on and so forth. So knowing your macros is important for any goal, um, you know, especially your body composition and your 
physique and also counting macros really allows you to develop a sustainable long-term diet plan and meal plan for you that's not going to be that difficult and will allow you to be balanced in your diet okay so let's talk about labels again real fast like i said every label that you see you can grab any kind of food any kind of substance whatever at the very top it's going to say calories so i want you to just completely ignore that all right trying to count calories and and macros can be very overwhelming and it's really unnecessary so when you look at labels first i want you to look at the serving size it's very important always look at the serving size it will mess you up if you don't make sure you pay attention to it at the first macro that you're going to see is fat okay you're always going to take the total fat grams don't worry about the saturated anything like that when you're counting macros and you're keeping up with your macronutrients it's always the total fat okay same goes for the carbohydrates the fiber, uh, you do not subtract the, subtract the fiber from your um, carbs, and you also don't add sugars back into it. For example, if it's 10 grams of carbohydrates, but it's got 5 grams of sugar, you don't subtract that away from the total carbohydrates whenever you're keeping up with your macros. Okay. Next is protein. It is what it is. Whatever that per gram value is, that's how much protein is in that particular um, food or, or drink or whatever the case might be. So now we're, we, we understand why you're tracking macros and how to track them, but we need to know what numbers to aim for. First of all, if you want to gain weight or build muscle or bulk up in that particular goal mindset, you have to be in a caloric surplus. If you want to lose weight, lean out, cut, shred, you have to be in a caloric deficit. And then obviously we have maintenance mode or neutral, which is just taking in exactly what you what you burn throughout the day. Um, you know, I, I really want to start this particular um, aspect of the podcast by saying give yourself ample time to progress in in either direction it it, it takes a while guys set realistic expectations um, on your time frame and stay dedicated that's the number one thing you've got to stay consistent and dedicated um, so since most of our listeners of this podcast uh, the main goal for you guys is weight loss uh, so we're going to really dive into it. Okay, so you must be in a caloric or macro deficit. Now, you can disregard macros if you want to lose weight, but you're more than likely not going to be happy with your body composition or physique. Um, I, I use uh, the term quite often skinny fat. Well, you're skinny, but you have no muscle. Okay, you're not, you're not functional. Um, so one very big common misconception about dying in a deficit is that you have to maintain the same deficit or diet the entire time. Um, as you lose weight, you're going to have to adjust and create a new deficit, which means decreasing your food intake or, or increasing your cardio or physical activity. Um, without these adjustments, it, it's just going to it's going to stall. I mean, your weight loss is going to stall and it's going to be super frustrating. We've all been there. Um, I know I've seen it as a trainer. Um, you, you absolutely have to make um, adjustments. So in order to calculate your own personal macros, you've got to find out what your burn rate is or your TDE, total daily energy expenditure. Now, there's a long formula I'm not going to bore you with, but everyone's burn rate, TDE varies immensely. It depends on all kinds of stuff. Male and female, that's, that, that's a really, 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 really big difference. But anyway, how do you find your burn rate or TDU? There's many options. Um, obviously, there's an online calculator. Now, it's not going to be the most accurate, but it, it's, it's a pretty good starting point. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've seen them. You know, it's all based off of your height, age, physical activity, 
all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, that's, that's definitely a good place to start. There's lots of them online. It'll give you kind of roughly around where you need to be for a uh, uh, caloric maintenance, which is important. Caloric maintenance is important. Um, another way, which is probably my favorite and more than likely going to be the most accurate, is just personal tracker. And this is trial and error. Trial and error, excuse me. Track everything you eat for four to seven days. I like seven days because uh, that, that usually um, involves you know some date nights with your significant other and bad days where you come home and you just want pizza, so on and so forth. But anyway, that, that will give you a good list of your daily or your normal daily caloric intake and guide you as, uh, um, um, as, to, as to what you weigh during that time. So your, weight, your weight's obviously going to fluctuate. You know, if you do this for a whole week, your weight's going to fluctuate based off the sodium, the water, digestion, digestion, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But if your weight stays the same, the average of your total daily calories for that week is going to be your maintenance calories or your starting point. Okay. So if, if you eat for a whole week and you're, you track your food, you're consistent with it, you eat how you normally eat and your weight stays exactly the same. Okay. You're going to take the, the, the average of those seven days and that is your maintenance calorie number. Okay. Now, if your weight increases, that's just a clear-cut sign that you're eating above your maintenance. Okay. Depending on your goal, you can always drop 200 calories um, a day, track another week, and try to get it stabilized. But um, ideally, um, for the, the, the part of getting your own set personal macros, um, you really want to start with maintenance calories. But if your goal is weight loss and you discover doing tracking that you're already moving in the right direction, Use the average of your tracking period and boom, just 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 start uh, just just start rolling on. Okay, so now we've got a solid maintenance caloric estimate. Now we're ready to convert into macronutrients. For the sake of this podcast, let's say that we tracked our food for seven days, and we learned that if we intake fifteen hundred calories average per day, then we're gonna we're we're our weight's not gonna go up or down. That's gonna be our maintenance caloric number. So fifteen hundred is what we're using for the example, and I, and and I'm gonna go through and list out what the proteins and how to find your protein, carbs, and fats. This is the part of the podcast where you might want to get a piece of paper and a pen, so you can kind of keep up with this. And as I go along and go back and listen to it, uh, whatever you need to do. And if you guys have questions, please don't hesitate to ask. So. We're going to start with protein. So your adequate protein intake should be based off your lean body mass. All right. This is the weight of your body. If you removed all body fat, muscles, bones, organs, fluids, etc., out of your body. Okay. Now, if you know your body fat percentage, you can look up a lean body mass calculator online. There's tons of them out there. Um, not going to be 100% accurate. You know, there's, there's several ways you can get your body fat percentage. I'm not going to go into it, but um, uh, you know, those things you can hold, there's things now you can step on, you have the, there's, there's tons of ways, but for this purpose, it's going to work. Okay. So, or, uh, if you don't know your body fat percentage, then what I want you to do is think of a time where you were the leanest of your adult life and then subtract it by 10. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely going to be an estimated value, but it will work for this particular purpose. Okay. So let's say that I figured out that my lean, that, that, uh, my lean body mass is 130 pounds for this example. All right. Now, for an, for an average adult, male or female, um, your 
Total protein intake should be between 1 and 1.25 grams per pound of lean body mass, all right? Now, using the example that we're, that we're kind of flowing with, so our total intake should be between 130 grams and 163 grams, all right? So I'm taking my lean body mass at 130 pounds, and I'm multiplying it times the 1 gram and the 1.25, and that's going to kind of give me a sliding scale, okay, for my protein. Now, why the sliding scale? This all goes back to your goals, okay? In order for me to maintain my current muscle mass, I have to get 130 grams of protein, all right, for this example. But 163 grams will be unnecessary, all right? So if you're wanting to kind of lean towards the losing weight and leaning out mark, then you kind of want to stick her on that one gram, okay? So we're going to use 130 grams in this particular example for my protein, all right? Now, we've got 1,500 calories, okay, and we know we're going to be around 130 grams of protein. Now, we got to figure out kind of the percentages for our carbs and fats, so we kind of got to break this protein down just a little bit. So we're going to do some quick math. So 130 grams of protein, we're going to multiply that times four, because earlier we learned that one gram equals four calories, okay? Now, that's going to give us a total of 520 calories. Boom. Now, essentially what you want to do is you're going to take that 520 and divide it into 1,500. It's going to give you 35%. We're going to take that, put that to the side. Okay, so we know our protein is going to make up 35% of our diet. All right, now, you also, what you also want to do is take that 1,500 and subtract it minus the 520 to see how many calories we have left for our uh, fats and carbs. So that's going to give us... 980 calories to play with for our fats and our carbs. Now, when you calculate in fat and carbs, it's essentially part gas and part personal preference. Um, if you're somebody that you know enjoys foods that are higher in fat, then you, know, you might want to uh, lean towards a higher percentage of, of fat so you can actually enjoy the food that you love. But if you're like most of us and you just absolutely love your carbohydrates, then you might want to do the exact opposite and kind of lean more towards the carbohydrate number. But you don't want to deplete your fats totally, which we'll get into in just a second. Um, and also, you know, your performance also plays in, in kind of how you divide this up. If you know that you run better off of carbohydrates and you definitely don't want to deplete them super low, uh, the same goes for fats. Some people are, are run or operate or are more functional off of a higher fat um, um, diet. So, Let's say that we love our carbs and we want them. So we're going to set our fats around 30% of our diet. All right. So fats are going to be around 30% of our diets. You need healthy fats. It's all about balance, people. So we know we have 980 calories left. All right. So how do you figure out how many grams of fat 30% is going to be? Now, all you're simply going to do is take that 980 and you multiply it times 30%. If you're using a calculator, it's not, it'd be 980 times 0 0.30 or 0 0.3 works the same. And that's going to give us 294 calories of fat. All right, we'll do a little quick little math again. All right, super, super easy. All you're going to do is take that 294 and divide it by nine. All right, it's going to give us 33 grams of fat. All right, so we figured that out. Okay, 30% of our 1500 calorie diet is 33 grams of fat. Okay, so we've got our protein down set at 130 grams. We've got our fats down set at 33 
grams. Now we've got to figure out our carbs. Okay, so this is essentially going to, you're going to go back to the uh, little math you did a second ago. We did 980 um, um, times the 30% of our fats left us with 294 calories. Okay, now all you're going to do is simply take that 980, subtract 294. It's going to give you 686. So you got 686 calories left for carbohydrates. We'll do some quick math, 686. Divided by four, I mean, we learned earlier that one gram of carbs is four calories. So you divide it by four to get in grams, and that is going to give you 170 grams of carbs. I know that's a lot of math. You might have to kind of go back and listen to it again. Go step by step. It's really simple to do once you once you do it yourself. You know, oh, the, the light bulb will go off, and you'll 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 kind of get it. So. We are, let's recap really quick. So we got our protein set at 130 grams. We've got our fat set at 33 grams. We have our carbohydrates set at 170 grams. So now this can obviously be tweaked. Okay, the carbs and fats and things can obviously be tweaked. It needs to be based off of how you feel, your results, your body composition, your sex drive, your mood, etc. Whatever you think is important. You know, the 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 number on the scale is not always the most important thing, all right? As long as you are headed towards your goals and you're feeling great in the process, that's all that matters. But these numbers will have to be adjusted, all right? They absolutely will have to be adjusted. For the sake of this podcast, let's say that we tracked our food for 7 days. And we learned that if we intake 1500 calories average per day, then we're gonna we're we're our weight's not gonna go up or down. That's gonna be our maintenance caloric number. So fifteen hundred is what we're using for the example, and, I, and and I'm gonna go through and list out what the proteins and how to find your protein, carbs, and fats. This is a part of the podcast where you might want to get a piece of paper and a pen, so you can kind of keep up with this. And as I go along and go back and listen to it, uh, whatever you need to do. And if you guys have questions, please don't hesitate to ask. So. We're going to start with protein. So your adequate protein intake should be based off your lean body mass. All right. This is the weight of your body. If you removed all body fat, muscles, bones, organs, fluids, etc., out of your body. Okay. Now, if you know your body fat percentage, you can look up a lean body mass calculator online. There's tons of them out there. Um, not going to be 100% accurate. You know, there's, there's several ways you can get your body fat percentage. I'm not going to go into it, but um, uh, you know, those things you can hold, there's things now you can step on, you have the, there's, there's tons of ways, but for this purpose, it's going to work. Okay. So, or, uh, if you don't know your body fat percentage, then what I want you to do is think of a time where you were the leanest of your adult life and then subtract it by 10. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely going to be an estimated value, but it will work for this particular purpose. Okay. So let's say that I figured out that my lean, that, that, uh, my lean body mass is 130 pounds for this example, all right? Now, for an, for an average adult, male or female, um, your total protein intake should be between 1 and 1.25 grams per pound of lean body mass, all right? Now, using the example that we're, that we're kind of flowing with, so our total intake should be between 130 grams and 163 grams, all right? So I'm taking my lean body mass at 130 pounds, and I'm multiplying it times the one gram and the 1.25, and that's gonna kind of give me a sliding scale, okay, for my protein. Now, why the sliding scale? This all goes back to your goals, okay? 
in order for me to maintain my current muscle mass, I have to get 130 grams of protein, all right, for this example. But 163 grams will be unnecessary, all right? So if you're wanting to kind of lean towards the losing weight and leaning out mark, then you kind of want to stick her on that one gram, okay? So we're going to use 130 grams in this particular example for my protein, all right? Now, we've got 1,500 calories, okay? And we know we're going to be around 130 grams of protein. Now, we got to figure out kind of the percentages for our carbs and fats. So we kind of got to break this protein down just a little bit. So we're going to do some quick math. So 130 grams of protein, we're going to multiply that times four because earlier we learned that one gram equals four calories, okay? Now that's going to give us a total of 520 calories. Boom. Now, essentially what you want to do is you're going to take that 520 and divide it into 1,500. It's going to give you 35%. We're going to take that, put that to the side. Okay, so we know our protein is going to make up 35% of our diet. All right, now, you also what you also want to do is take that 1,500 and subtract it minus the 520 to see how many calories we have left for our uh, fats and carbs. So that's going to give us 980 calories to play with for our fats and our carbs. Now, when you calculate in fat and carbs, it's essentially part gas and part personal preference. Um, if you're somebody that you know enjoys foods that are higher in fat, then you, know, you might want to uh, lean towards a higher percentage of, of fat so you can actually enjoy the food that you love. But if you're like most of us and you just absolutely love your carbohydrates, then you might want to do the exact opposite and kind of lean more towards the carbohydrate number. But you don't want to deplete your fats totally, which we'll get into in just a second. Um, and also, you know, your performance also plays in, in kind of how you divide this up. If you know that you run better off of carbohydrates and you definitely don't want to deplete them super low, uh, the same goes for fats. Some people are, are run or operate or are more functional off of a higher fat um, um, diet. So... Let's say that we love our carbs and we want them. So we're going to set our fats around 30% of our diet. All right. So fats are going to be around 30% of our diets. You need healthy fats. It's all about balance, people. So we know we have 980 calories left. All right. So how do you figure out how many grams of fat 30% is going to be? Now, all you're simply going to do is take that 980 and you multiply it times 30%. If you're using a calculator, it's not, it'd be 980 times 0 0.30 or 0 0.3 works the same. And that's going to give us 294 calories of fat. All right, we'll do a little quick little math again. All right, super, super easy. All you're going to do is take that 294 and divide it by nine. All right, it's going to give us 33 grams of fat. All right, so we figured that out. Okay, 30% of our 1500 calorie diet is 33 grams of fat. Okay, so we've got our protein down set at 130 grams. We've got our fats down set at 33 grams. Now we've got to figure out our carbs. Okay, so this is essentially gonna, you're gonna go back to the uh, little math you did a second ago. We did 980 um, um, times the 30% of our fats left us with 294 calories, okay? Now all you're gonna do is simply take that 980, subtract 294. It's going to give you 686. So you got 686 calories left for carbohydrates. We'll do some quick math. 686 
divide it by four. I mean, we learned earlier that one gram of carbs is four calories. So you divide it by four to get in grams, and that is going to give you 170 grams of carbs. I know that's a lot of math. You might have to kind of go back and listen to it again. Go step by step. It's really simple to do once you once you do it yourself. You know, oh, the, the light bulb will go off and you'll 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 kind of get it. So we are. Let's recap really quick. So we got our protein set at 130 grams. We've got our fat set at 33 grams. We have our carbohydrates set at 170 grams. So now this can obviously be tweaked. Okay, the carbs and fats and things can obviously be tweaked. It needs to be based off of how you feel, your results, your body composition, your sex drive, your mood, etc. Whatever you think is important. You know, the 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 number on the scale is not always the most important thing. All right. As long as you are headed towards your goals and you're feeling great in the process, that's all that matters. But these numbers will have to be adjusted. All right. They absolutely will have to be adjusted. Let's talk about adjustments. No matter what your goal is, weight loss, uh, muscle building, weight gain, you're going you're to have to make adjustments at some point. Okay, so we have our goal. We, we have a solid starting macro breakdown. And let's talk about a few moderate adjustments we can make. All right, as you implement these macros, you'll need to monitor your weight, but you have to stay consistent with the plan. If you slip off your macros, don't adjust your macros to make up for it. So if you had a, a shit day at work and you go home and uh, you have a, a entire pepperoni pizza by yourself and drink an entire ball of wine until you pass out drunk. Don't wake up the next day and starve yourself. Get back on track with your macros and wait till you're consistent to adjust. Okay. Now, if your goal is weight loss, like I said, most of our most of our listeners' uh, main goal is weight loss. Um, adjustments will have to be made to your carbs, your fats, or your cardio. All right. After tracking your intake according to your macros for a full week and you don't see a drop in weight, I recommend these three um, really moderate adjustments. Cut 20 grams from your daily carbohydrates, add 15 minutes of steady state cardio, or add five minutes of HIT cardio intervals. Now we have podcasts talking about steady state cardio and HIT. I think it's number two. I think it's number two or three. Uh, so if you guys have any questions about those, uh, make sure you go check those out. But again, don't make these adjustments until you're staying cons- consistent with it for a full week. If you have a couple of days that you slip off, don't adjust yet. You, you, you have to be consistent. We have to find where your proper macronutrient breakdown is going to be. Okay. But in those three that I listed, the uh, cutting your cutting the 20 grams, adding 15 minutes of steady state, add five minutes of hit. You don't have to double them up, okay? Try one adjustment at a time. All right, these are moderate adjustments. You don't want to make large, large, large adjustments, okay? That's, that, that's a big no-no. They're moderate, they're small, but you don't have to double them up, okay? So don't go, like I said, I'm going to say it again. If you had a bad day, you eat a bunch of pizza and wine, don't wake up the next day, starve yourself, and do two hours of cardio, all right? That's not going to give you the results you want. It's not going to tell you where your macronutrient needs to be. You've got to stay consistent with it. If your weight stalls out or it doesn't move, make slight adjustments for another week and see what happens, okay? If you consistently do that, you're going to find that perfect balance of your macronutrient breakdown to where you're achieving the goal that you want, you're feeling fantastic, your sex drive is high, your mood's good, your morale's good, everything's rolling in the right direction, okay? Stay consistent with it and keep pushing. 
So that covers macros in a in a entirety. All right, that's top to bottom. What they are, um, how to find yours, how to track yours, all kinds of good stuff. If you guys have any questions, please, please ask myself or ask Cody. Um, we are we're all about helping people, and that's kind of you know what this podcast is based around. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, if you have any questions, please let us know. Uh, don't forget to hop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, leave us a review. Give us a cool little five-star rating if you like the stuff that we say. And as always, we take recommendations for topics. Uh, If you guys have some guests that uh, you think would be great on the show, please let us know. Don't forget to go to homefitconsulting.com as well. Um, These guys are having some great New Year specials. Um, Tell them them that we sent you, and uh, you guys get started in some in-home personal training. So hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Uh, The next podcast is going to be about pre- and post-workout nutrition.